0: Hello, this is Pastor Rondy. Uh, want to um, kind of preface, this is a special podcast that we're doing, an emergency podcast in light of some of the things that are going on in our country right now in uh, reaction to the Michael Brown case. Um, you're going to hear basically two podcasts that we put together, um, one is a podcast with Doctor Gabriel Rogers, as well as some police officers and some other people that had joined in, um, kind of spurred the moment. Uh, we had several people come on the line, and then um, I'm actually talking to a friend of mine, Levi Two King, who lives in St. Louis. But just so happened as we were talking on the phone, he was driving through Ferguson. Had to go to Ferguson this morning. Uh, to do uh, some work so with no further ado some of the sound quality is not good but just check it out this is a podcast michael brown part one and part two all right i'm on with my friend uh,
1: coldest uh, gospel producer in the nation come on dr Dr. two What is going on in the country, brother?
2: Well, craziness, foolishness. I don't even know how to explain it, honestly. I've been speechless for the last 13, 14 hours, to be honest with you.
1: And you, you and are right there. You're in—you're in, uh, right there in St. Louis. You're right there outside of Ferguson where everything's going on, right?
2: Well, literally right now, I'm here right now driving through here, um, but I actually live in Belleville, Illinois, which is like 25, 20, 25 minutes away. So I live away from it, but had I had to be here this morning for something totally different and had to drive through it and got to witness, got to drive past all these burned-down buildings, which are still smoldering. And Well, you know, I'm going to tell you what's crazy. To watch it on the news is one thing, to actually come and, and walk and drive, in the middle of it, the news doesn't prepare you for what you see at eye level, at ground level, and the smell is crazy. Wow. The, the smell by itself is 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 a huge dose of reality of what's really going on down here.
1: Hmm. So, man, what's yeah. your take on all of this, man? I mean, we just we just got off a conference call, man, and. uh, The first thing that I I said, you know, and you can kind of get sucked into the news thing, you know. So this morning I woke up, you know, and I usually have my best thoughts in the morning. God talks to me in the morning, you know. And I was like, you know, because, you know, the news people like, yeah, they're looting. You know, this is the voice of the community. They're showing their disapproval for the verdict. But then something dawned on me. Any other time. That's called a crime. Yes. Burning a building down, dude, you will go to jail for that. Yes, sir. Uh, putting a, putting a cop car on fire, you go to jail. Uh, yes, sir. Looting and any other time, it's called uh, stealing. <laughs> it's called theft. Yes, it's called sir. shoplifting. It's called going into a place, a business, taking stuff that don't belong to you. Yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> say it again. Your phone broke up.
1: No, I said. I said. You said you're speechless.
2: I'm pretty much speechless. But my, my take, my view, honestly, um, I to tell it. I have to say it like I. I, I sat my family down. We sat down last night, and um, we watched it. When when Bob McCullough, the prosecutor, came on, and gave his address, and you know, to 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 give us the decision and all of that. We watched it live, and a um, couple of things, man. I'm I'm just gonna say I'm gonna tell you a couple of things that that go through my mind because I wanted to be able to sit down. I have I have five children, but three of them are teenagers. And I wanted to give them the opportunity to be able to feel like they can talk without me preaching my opinion to them okay. about the whole thing. So okay. I allowed them to talk and to voice their their concerns and, and 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 feel like they had an opportunity to vent because that's really what's going on. Nobody's hearing these young folks, you know, for years. And man, now now they they they. They bulge, the pressure is causing them to crack, and well, look at everything that's coming out. Look at the craziness that's coming out, mm-hmm. stuff that's on the inside. But anyway, a lot of my teenagers and, and my, even one of my younger children, she's only nine, but she had a lot to say to them. I was pleasantly surprised, man, at their, at their thoughts on the whole thing and, you know, their stance on everything. But like I told them, um, I, I, I think about other man, in the Bible. Other is one of my favorite the story of Uzzah when he was walking alongside the Ark of God, the Ark of the Covenant, when David was bringing it back to his land. And uh, that's one of my favorite stories because it, it, I can use this example in so many different instances. The, at the end of the day, I, I could literally see during that time, Uzzah dying while trying to uh, stabilize the Ark of God to make sure it did not hit the ground. Mm-hmm. To me, that looks, To me, that looks like what better intention, you know, what better intention than to reach your hand out and and stop the Ark of God from from hitting the ground. Well, I can't find anybody with better intention. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it was all about obedience. Right. And about following God's law. And at the end of the day, Arthur lost his life because he did something as simple as uh, uh, disobeying, you know, one little minute part of the command that was given maybe hundreds of years prior to that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my my, my my whole point to that is, you know, and I know a lot of people are not going to agree with me, and I almost hate to be saying this in open, you know, kind of open, but it, it, it is what it is. You know, I, I hate the fact that a young man lost his life. I do. Mm-hmm. I hate this. I really hate the fact. I hate the fact that uh, a mother had to bury her son. A father had to bury their teenage son. Didn't get to see him have children and get married and go to college and do all of these things. But at the end of the day, if if we are lining ourselves up and if we're obeying the law, if we if we are are uh, you know uh, uh, accountable and if, if we're we're what am I saying? Respecting authority. Mm-hmm. We would ne- We wouldn't necessarily be in a place. Where, such a, where it looks like such an injustice. In my eyes, this is really not as much of an injustice as everybody else, you know.
1: Exactly. you you said the same thing we just got to say on the conference call. We had uh, a couple police officers, the black African American police officers here in Houston, and they were coming in as well. The bottom line is, man, and, and this is what one of my police officers said the bottom line was. Michael Brown was a suspect, man, because he had just robbed a convenience store. Now, you know, I, I don't know what else you can say to that, you know. And uh, <laughs> the bottom line, but this guy is the suspect, you know. He's a suspect. He just robbed a convenience store. Police officer stopped him. He had the right to detain him to do whatever you know and that's what the police officer was explaining on the line and I said I went further to say this you know um the whole thing that Al Sharks and the Jacksons and all them do you know another innocent black gunned down in the street by a white a police officer murdered okay first of all it is not murder second exactly. of all well first of all the boy wasn't innocent
2: Exactly.
1: You know what I'm saying. So, had the boy, exactly. you know, you know been on his way to college, or been coming from school, or you know, had a job, you know, I mean, whatever, you know, eighteen year old, he finished high school. You know, what is he supposed to be doing in the evening? You know, my son, he eighteen. He not robbing those uh, convenience stores. All
2: right.
1: So he's not gonna be in the position to, you know for those things to happen to them. And so Dr. Gabriel Rogers talked about how he had officers come in and teach his young black boys, you know, and we did a whole thing on uh, St. Ron Martin, which we're getting ready to repost uh, when that whole thing happened. And I said, all right, I said, okay, we keep talking about racial profiling. We got to teach our young people how not to be profiling.
2: Man, hey, when when last night when I talked to my children, my daughter did say, "Well, you know, I understand that you know he dressed like this, he looked like this, he looked like the world." She said, well, "That's kind of the style today." And she said, "He just, you know, people hang with their friends." She said, "When we go to school tomorrow, she said, I can guarantee you that some of us will be stereotyped and lumped into, you know, and they're going to treat us all the same." And my my response to her was, "Well, okay, you say you went to high school." With a bunch of girls who are now prostitutes who work the corner, and you just happen to like the style of clothes they wear, go ahead and dress like them. Go ahead and hang out with them, but you're not selling your body. You're putting yourself in a position
1: uh-huh.
2: to be looked at in a negative way. You look, you're putting yourself in a position for the police to come harass you. If somebody was to drive by and call you call you out your name, that's really on you. That's your fault. And that was my point too with the whole other thing. When, when you look at what was going on, I, I could almost imagine that probably the family of others or people that knew others yeah. were probably in the streets crying and, yeah, they uh,
1: and it so out. mad
2: and so yeah. exactly they that all out. he had to do was position himself and be lined up with obedience in the first place.
1: But the law is the law, and, and that's the whole point. That's, that's the whole point. And so my thing is, you know, like we got our son in a car, you know, so but... You know, and he got he got some little, you know, some little. You know, like the whole thing was, okay, if you don't want to get stopped by the police, you don't want nobody trying to steal your your rims. every five minutes. How about don't pimp your car? <laughs> and, and, and I'm a, I'm a <laughs> citizen. <laughs> oh, man, Well, I'm gonna keep people. Have taught their children uh, the right to be free and have expression. We talking some home. My son free to go get some uh, Vogue rims on his car? Is my son free to go get you know a three thousand dollars speaker system that's gonna um you know play music for, for two neighborhoods? In, in the same region? Sure he could. He's free to do that. Is that wise? No.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: That's not wise. You know, can my son, you know, he's free to express himself by wearing his pants down past his butt? Sure. He's free to do that. Is that going to get him profiled? Yeah. Yes, sir. Is he free to, to wear a t-shirt that say F the police? Freedom of expression. Sure, sure, you should to do that. <laughs> that's, that's, this, this is the part, that, you know, I was saying to them, first my heart is all these black boys that's watching this play out, young women watching this play out, what is the black community teaching them? They are entitled to act like a fool. They are entitled yep. to act like a thug. When they're upset, you can't control them. And then I fault the white media, too, because they're propagating the whole situation. Nobody said, nobody said, hey, these guys are committing crimes. Why is nobody arresting them?
2: Oh, man, as we speak, I just get off the exit. I'm trying to cross over to Illinois. As we speak, I get caught. I'm stuck. There's a march. This looks like Hundreds and hundreds of people, they're stopping. They're blocking me off. I can't even get out of Missouri to Illinois. They're marching wow. down. here. If I was 30 seconds earlier, I would. Now,
1: now, wow, look at this. Can you say you got caught in some Al Sharpton stuff?
2: Okay, what happened was I was working at a church this morning, and uh, Al Sharpton was speaking. He was doing a live press conference from the church on the same street where I was, right up the street. So when I was, oh, man, they're marching to Illinois. I can't even get over there. They're blocking the bridge right now as we speak. Mm. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord.
1: Oh.
2: They're not letting us through. I'm going to see if they're going to let me through right here. Hey, in this case, man, as far as safety, because they're down here, they're swinging and they're they're screaming loud and jumping. This is, it looks like it's it's rather peaceful, but, you know, this one of those situations looks like you can pretty much break off. So I'm, I'm rerouting, and the police have all of this locked up. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going around because they're getting a little too rowdy, so I can't even leave Missouri. Man, are they?
1: Are they going? Well, is anybody going to go to jail for the crimes that was committed last
2: night? Uh, well, well, as of this morning, they were saying that 61 people, they they made 61 arrests. 13 were teenagers, and one one man, I think the oldest was 66 years old, the youngest was 17 years old. Thirteen teenagers and uh, two of them were from out of state. Mm-hmm.
1: And they said that uh, the cops that was on the police officers that were on with me, uh, they said that fifty shots, fifty shots was shot last night, not by the police.
2: Oh man! As we speak, they're bringing in. The, they're blocking me off. Here's the National Guard. Oh, they, they got busloads of them.
1: They finally showed up. <laughs>
2: Now, I didn't come over here to be a part of this. I came over here to honor my word to this bishop. So I thought I would be on the outskirts to go in and fix the sound system, and I'm just trying to go home. Wow. And, oh, man. So anyway, yeah, so I'm I'm leaving that church this morning, and um, my bass player in my church is calling me at the same time, saying, where are you? I know you're over here. And I told him I was leaving, and while I'm talking to him, the police stopped. uh kind of blocked me off, and they're driving by, sirens blazing, because they cut the live news feed they, I hear is what they're telling me. I didn't get to see it, that Al Sharpton, because protesters started acting up in there. And that was, like I said, literally like a couple of doors down from where it was. Uh,
1: I was. was protesters act, started acting up during the, the Al Sharpton? During the
2: live press conference, inside a church. It was inside another church.
1: Wow. Those probably the white people in there acting
2: up. Those white police officers. Yeah, they they, they said it was the uh, they. Uh, the word is, is that it was the uh, it was the um, the supporters for Darren Wilson. Mm. Now, this that's is a, crazy. Uh, that's, a,
1: that's
2: the cop. Darren Wilson was the cop, right? Darren Wilson was the cop. Mm. Wow. Yeah, man. I I told my son, I say, hey. Police officer pull you over, you don't have to be extra. Just you do what you've been taught. Yes, sir? No, sir. Yes, ma'am? No, ma'am. Don't fold your arms. Don't. Why did you stop me? I ain't do nothing. You wait and let him do his job. If it's an injustice, we'll deal with him on paper. We'll go down to the the courthouse later. We'll get his badge number. But to get out there and act ignorant is just one of the dumbest things you can do.
1: Exactly. And that same thing we just got to say. You know, uh, I, I, I say every every church need to have this program. Every black church need to have this program for the young black boys. How not to get shot by the POPO. Yep. Uh,
2: exactly.
1: Rule. rule number one, don't have an attitude when you get pulled off. Rule exactly. Two, keep your hands visible at all times.
2: Rule number exactly.
1: three, follow all directions that a police officer who has a badge and a gun and is licensed to shoot to kill tells you to do.
2: Exactly.
1: That's the bottom line, dude. I mean, that's just that's common sense. But of course, seventy three percent of our kids are growing up without father at home. So ain't nobody telling them. that. You know. Exactly. Ain't nobody telling them, Man, I know you gotta find your way out of there, man. Um
2: I'm driving in circles
1: fine. Man, thank you for uh, for calling man, and, and uh, for us being able to spend this time. We can really post both these uh, podcasts together, man, and, and uh, hopefully, man, some other folks will be able to hear this and just hear what's really going on, man. Uh, and and one of the things that we was trying to do is just frame, you know, because a lot of people, man, we don't know which side of the issue to stand on, you know because um, we don't know what's right because we don't study the word you know exactly um, and, and so uh I love that love the illustration you gave by us you did it on your on your documentary too which is the, the same thing you know um, and, and it's the same old stuff we keep saying the same old stuff man it's the, it's the same answer
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly it's
1: not rocket science man you know.
2: At all. And, and
1: and we just gotta we gotta we gotta cut it out, man. And I was so embarrassed last night. I was so outraged, man. And so that's why we did this this podcast today. But man, brother, we're gonna pray that you get home safe. Father God, I just thank you for my brother Levi King God, and we just thank you. Lord, that he's out here in and in, 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 involved in this whole uh, protest, protest and all of this right now in Ferguson, Missouri, trying to get back to uh, his home, to his children, his wife. God, I pray, that, Lord, that you would just cover him. Psalms 91 covers him and his family right now in the, the name of Jesus. And, Father, you get him back. You help him to find a way out, a road out, a freeway out, a highway out, of town, and he can get on the road back to his, uh, his destination, back home, and get there safely. You know that, Father, you're watching home angel of protection to that part, and uh, to make the path straight in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it right now, in Jesus' name. God bless you, my brother. Amen. God bless
2: you, too. I appreciate it.
1: Text me when you get home, man. I sure will. Bless you.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you.